Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, this Matthew 16, 13, through the 26, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say, that thou art John the Baptist. How can people say that? But I want to see how superstitious people are. Jesus Christ and John the Baptist were some few months apart. And John had died. And some were thinking and saying that Jesus Christ is what? They didn't say he's the forerunner. They mentioned the name. Some are saying you are what? John the Baptist. Even Herod said it. That Christ is John the Baptist who has what? Come back to what? To life. Some say you are John the Baptist. Some, Elias, Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Then he said unto them, some version says he pressed them. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charge he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was what? He was Jesus the Christ. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples until they have come to that appreciation that he was the Christ. He was not telling them these things. There are things if you don't know, God won't talk to you. There are things he can't tell you. So when he said this, he said that from that time forth he began. How that he must go to Jerusalem. One, he has been going to Jerusalem every time. But now he began to tell them that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders, chief priests, and scribes. He's now talking to them. How he must suffer many things of the scribes, elders, and be killed. One. And be raised again. What? The third day. He said all these things. Look at what Peter will do. Then the Bible said, then Peter what? Took him and began to what? You see the words? You see? Peter is older than Jesus, so he took him. Be it far from thee, Lord. These shall not be unto thee. But Jesus turned, faced Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not. You are not interested, you are not passionate about the things that be of God, but those things that be what? Of devils. Look at it. How can you take the Messiah and pull the Messiah aside? You pull him aside. It's a hair. Don't talk like that. These things will not happen to you. Meanwhile, he has said clearly that he must suffer and be raised the third day. He didn't hear third day. He said that he must suffer and after three days be raised. Peter is rebuking him. Why? Because of wrong identity. He understood who Christ was but didn't understand the depth of what he was saying. Now, they had a mindset. When the Messiah is come, the Messiah will be such a king. Who would overthrow Rome and overthrow Herod and set his own kingdom? 
it didn't end here. He later on after resurrection, when Christ was raised from the dead, and Christ was giving them instructions about the kingdom and the Holy Ghost coming, they asked, they said, Lord, so when are you going to restore the kingdom to Ira? They were still asking this same funny, funny thing that he used to rebuke him. Because you see, men don't listen. They behave as if they are listening. When you approach God's word, you need to pay attention to every little thing. The jot, the dot, the comma, the semicolon, the colon. Make sure you have understood it. Having said that, this is Peter. Now, Christ was asking them, I should tell you. He was wondering how they saw him. Fortunately, and by God's grace, Peter gave the right answer. But there was another person Christ didn't ask. Christ told her himself. What's the difference? Jesus met the Samaritan woman. And the Samaritan woman's understanding of who the Christ was, was intact. It was not about coming to restore kingdom and stuff. So Jesus engaged her in conversation. He said, oh, I have living waters. He said, give me to drink. Jesus said, go and call your husband. All that. And finally, then Jesus told him, you know something? We will not worship on this mountain, Mount Gerizim. No, we will not worship here. No, worship on the Mount Zion. No. Now is the time. When the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Now. Then you know what the woman said? Then the woman told Jesus something that touched his heart. Jesus was not in the habit of telling people who he was. He, he didn't do that. It was John the Baptist's assignment to reveal who he was. And he did it. The people didn't take it. Then Jesus added. He said, the Father is seeking for such people to worship. Then the woman said, okay, okay, I, I trust you. But when the Christ is come, he shall tell us all things. You see, she's ready to listen to the Christ telling her everything. So what did Jesus do? Jesus said, oh, I, that talk to you. I am the Christ. So when the woman went into the city, what was her message? Come see a man who told me all things. Is he not the Christ? You can stay in church 25 years and still not know Jesus. You can be in church and be so sick that you don't know Christ as your healer and you are comfortably in church. And doctors are your personal physicians. And you are comfortably in church. And you are also excited. Even giving the praise of Jesus to doctors. That I have a very good doctor. When you say. I feel this. He can give you all the diagnosis. We have such people in church. Your identity is so critical. For the foundation of your Christian faith. When you get it wrong. It's a disaster. You must make sure that you have it right. Because we said identity is who you are. What you think about yourself. What the word says about you and the characteristics that define you, this is your identity. You see, this is the state of the believer when he got born again. Now, this is the state you find yourself in as a Christian. The old has passed. The new has come. But if you are not careful, you would associate with the old. Because the new will confuse you. This is where we are as Christians now. When we got born again, our old man has what? It's past, it's dead. The new man has what? Come. And this new man that has come is his, his responsibility to find out what he has what? Become. If these people were looking for his death and now he is the president, does he need to go and fight them? No, he needs to employ what? The defense minister. This is where we are. This is where we are. Now, identity is so critical that if you miss it, you are in big trouble. 
The first man fell because of identity crisis. The second man, Christ, won because of identity. If you don't understand this, you'll be in trouble. The Bible said when Christ rose from the dead, when he ascended up, the Bible said, let the gates be lifted up. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And let the what? The the, he knew who he was. And they asked him, who is the king of glory? He said, the Lord mighty, the Lord strong in battle. He is the king of, he knew what he had become. He knew what he was. If you make this mistake, you will be in big trouble. That is why we have taken time to be teaching. Adam fell because he was presented with something. They said that when you eat, you shall be like what? Didn't God create him in his image and his likeness? They don't know what God has made them. And once you don't know what God has made you, you will fall for anything the devil like you call a believer a sinner. Wrong, 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 wrong. He used to be a sinner. Now he is a saint. Is it clear out of here? Your identity is critical. Very critical. If you miss it, your foundation is having a problem. You will suffer wreckage later. Not now. That's why you need to firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. They are your friends. That's okay. You used to know them. But now, no, no man after the flesh. Get to know what you have become. And this is our responsibility. One, you have become a what? A new creation. Two, you have become a what? A new man. You see, because some of you didn't practice what I said, you have forgotten. This message won't work for you until you practice. This is not a one Sunday message. This is a lifetime message. What I am teaching this man is a lifetime message. I showed you how to unlock it. I, in the name of Jesus, I am a new creation. All things are past. That is the way you unlock it. You are using the name to place a demand on what you are. That's why I started taking my time to teach it. One, you are a new creature. You are new from everything. All the things that are created here, they are old. You are the only one that is what? New. After that, not only that, you are a new man. You are a new man. New passion, new zeal. You are a new man too. Free. You are the crown of his creation. You are a kind of first what? Fruit. Your kind has not been seen. Ted. This will not function because you heard it. It will only function if you unlock it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I told you this is real prayer. Where you walk up and down in your room. I am God's new creation. All things are past. If there are curses in my home, they are past. If there is lack in my life, it is past. You are walking. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I am new. All is past. The new has come. All things have become new. I am new. My body is new. My genes are new. You see these things. When you do it, unlock what you are. If you don't do it and you just hear you will hear it for a long time. It won't change anything. Four, we said that aside that you being a new man and the crown of his creation, we said that you are a king. Five, we said we are what? Priests. When you offer sacrifices, God, he accepts it. When you pray, God, he hears. That is what you have become. You are a priest. And I explained the two dimensions of your priesthood. You are a holy priest. And you are a royal priest. And I compared and showed you that the Bible said Christ is the stone. 
that the builders rejected. And we also are lively stones. Christ is the precious stone. And we also are a peculiar people. This is identity. Identity. If you understand it, your prayer life will change. Everything around you will change. Because now in the Christendom, people are chasing after things they already have. And as long as they will chase after things they already have, they will never get it. Let me give a typical example. Is the believer now looking for healing? If you are not looking for healing because you are sick, I tell you, you will chase for it for a long time and never get it. If you are a believer. If you are an unbeliever, you will find it. I'm going to say it again. If you are an unbeliever chasing for healing, they find it easily. Even without asking, the Lord reaches to them. They are healed in crusades. They are raised because to them it is a sign. But for you, it is your inheritance. So if you don't understand it, you will stay in church and you are sick. For you, the Bible says, by whose stripes we were, we were healed. So what you do is that you command healing to flow out of your body because that is your what? Inheritance. You see what I've taught simply? Deliverance is another thing. Deliverance is another one. Until you awaken and know you are delivered, you will fight things for the rest of your life. You accept your deliverance because the Bible says God has delivered us from the power and authority of darkness. Until you recognize it, you will pray from the place of weakness. But the day you realize it, you will function in power. When you are looking for something, it's already supplied. So you go with confidence. It's not now you are going to convince God. Your mind is already settled. This is as a result of your identity. Your identity. He rises up. He should know what he has become. If he doesn't know what he has become, he will return to his old job. He will go back. But if he can learn, and that is where we are now. I said that we are heirs. Heirs of heirs of what? Of God. And I said that heirs means that we are succeeding God. We are successors as well as beneficiaries. Two things. Now, it says that as many as what? John 1, 12. But as many as received him, to them gave you what? Power to what? To become the sons of what? Of God. Even to them that what? Believed on his name. Have you believed on his name? Have you believed on his name? So if you have believed on his name, you are what? Son of God. First John 3, 1 to 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath what? Bestowed upon what? Upon us, that word that we should what? Now pay attention. This one is not telling that you are just the son of God, he's telling what you are called. Behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we should what be called the sons of God. Then he explains what he means by being called the son of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we what? Now are we the sons of God? So it is not in the future, it is when Romans chapter number 8, 15 and 16, Galatians 4, 5 and 6. For ye have not received the what? The spirit of what? Bondage again to what? Fear. But ye have what? Received the spirit of what? Whereby we what? What do we cry? Abba is father. So we cry what? Father. Father, the spirit himself, but he says itself, bear it what? Witness with what? That we are, 
receive the Holy Spirit, one of his chiefest assignment here on earth is to be able to bring you to the place where you accept that you are a child of God. Now, I want you now to pay attention. This is Romans. He writes the same thing in Galatians. The same thing. To redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the what? The adoption of sons. And because ye are sons God had what? He has sent forth what? The spirit of his son into what? What is the spirit of the son doing? Crying what? Now, this is where the revelation is. I'm going to stay there. When you speak to a son, the glory of sonship is not in sonship. The glory of sonship is in fatherhood. And the glory of fatherhood is in sonship. That is in your spirit before I can move on. This man, if he is a son of Mr. Accuracy, what he is in himself is as a result of who? His father. When you look at the father also, who the father is and his honor is not in himself. It is in his son. This is spiritual principle of understanding. But today I'm going to explain what a son has in a father. Who God is to us. The kind of father he is. That is where the strength of sonship is. It's not in the son. This explanation now will unlock us into understanding. When we say we are sons of God. He says that this is what the Holy Ghost is come. This is what he is supposed to do. So that he will bear witness with your spirit. That we are children of God. If children then we are heirs. Now we are sons of God. What is our father? Who is our father? That is where the honor starts from. It doesn't start from you. Isaiah 9 6. He says the word. For unto us a word. A child is what? Born. Unto us a son is what? Given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall what be called what wonderful counselor the mighty God his name shall be called what God doesn't father sons today and forsake them tomorrow God is not that kind of a father he doesn't know how to do that he doesn't have that in himself he is an everlasting what a father that lasts forever that is the kind of father you have. Whether strong or weak is the everlasting word. Someone they needed their fathers, their fathers died. Some lost their fathers along the way. They had to struggle in the hands of uncles and aunties and all. Can, but you, your father is ever what? He is what? Your father is what? He's everlasting. Whether you are in the fire, he is there, he is what? He's an everlasting what? He's an everlasting father. He's an everlasting source. He provides. That is the father you have. This is what sonship is rooted in. Not that he's angry today. Tomorrow is not angry. Next day he wants to curse me. Next day he wants to. No. He is a constant ever abiding father. Now Luke 15, 17. Can we read it together? And when he came to himself. He said. How many hired servants of my father's house. Have bread enough and to spare. And we'll say unto him, I'll rise up. And I'm going to go. This, is, this thing is in his mind. I'm going to rise up and go to him. I will say, my father, my father, 
I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I am no more what? Worthy to what? To be called thy son. Make me as one of what? Keep that in your spirit. Make me as what? One of your high servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran, fell on his neck and kissed him. And had compassion and ran, fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said, he was going to say the things he had rehearsed. So Sydney Quay will be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube at Shekinah Avenue. heaven and in thy sight correct he thought about that he said it and I am no more worthy to be called what look at what the, the father will do he didn't get the opportunity to say make me as one of your servants no 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 the father will not allow it but the father said to his servants bring forth the best rope Put it on him. Put a ring on his hand. And shoes on his feet. Oh. And bring either the fatted calf. Kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son. Was dead. And is alive again. He was lost. And is found. This is the merciful father. God is, is full of mercy. It is not he that wills or he that runs. But God that showeth mercy. Your father is the father of mercies. When there are laws, he can set it aside for your sake. I said when there are laws, spiritual laws, financial laws, economic laws, he can set it aside for your sake. I said receive that blessing. I said receive that blessing. Is it because you are good? Because he is a merciful what? He is a merciful father. He is a merciful father. Before the son showed up, he saw him a great way off. And he ran and met him. He said, son, he placed his head on the shoulder. He kissed him. He said, what is happening? He said, father, I have sinned against heaven. I have sinned against you. I am not worthy to be called your son. Son, pause it. Servants, get him the best rope. Give him the ring. The cow I have been keeping fatted. Kill it. Today I had a son. He was dead. He's alive now. My son was lost and is found. There is a merciful father. Like a matacriasis. So the Bible said, God said that Israel is my firstborn son. 
Tell Pharaoh to let them go. This is God. He can set aside laws and intervene on our behalf because he is a merciful father. When you are supposed to die, he keeps you alive. When you are supposed to be weak, he makes you strong. He is a merciful father. I said receive it. I said receive it. I said receive some mercy. When your car will somersault, the ties will be firm rather. I said receive it. When all men are saying there's a casting down, God will go around it and lift you up. I said receive it. I said there are some fathers, they are wicked. But not this father. If he had not been the Lord who was on Israel's side, let them say now, for his mercy endureth forever. Ah, the rest will open because there is mercy. And your father is the father of mercies. Your business will do well. Your marriage will do well. Your ministry will do well. Your school will do well. Because he is a... This is why God recorded the attitudes of some fathers in the Bible. A father like Noah who will curse his own son. This is not the way God is. He cannot be like this. He doesn't know this kind of lifestyle. He recorded it to our knowledge. This is why God will record a father like Jacob who will stand and say, oh Reuben, you are my firstborn son, but because of what you have done, ah, you shall be unstable as waters. But this is not God. Before he saw his son wear off, he got down. He ran and met the boy. Laid his head on his shoulders. He said, my son, you are lost but you are found. I said, lost will be set aside. Lost will be set aside for your sake. Receive it. The rest will open. Oh mercy. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy find grace. Why? Because there is a merciful father. He is always there. We make a mistake then he puts us. He says, son align, align. You, you made a mistake. So what? Raise up. The father is merciful. He has a ring for you. He has a cloth for you. I said he has a father card for you. I said receive it. My father which gave them me is what? This is the state of your father. He's greater than all. No man, I am going to emphasize it. No man can block you out of his hands. Whatever you are doing, you are the greatest of fathers. He jealously is watching you in his hands. Your business, your marriage, your assignment, your school, you have a great father. And Jesus said it. Jesus said, My father, which gave them me, is greater than all. Enjoy God's greatness. May your marriage be kept, your school be kept, your life be kept, your finances be kept. I said, Receive it. Your promotion be kept, your elevation be kept. I said, Receive it. I have no fear for what any man can do. Nobody can pluck me out of the hands of the Father. I am firmly rooted in his hands. We are in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. How much more us? We are in his hands. I said you are free. You are a free man. You are a free man. You are a blessed man. You are an anointed man. Your father is the greatest. I said your father is the greatest. Look at the confidence of Jesus. In the same book, John 10, 29, he says, No man takes it from me. I have received a commandment from the Father. I have power to lay it down. And I have power to take it up. He said, you see me? Oh, your career. Even the 30 is more exciting. He said, I am the Father. We are one. 
You see, this was a strange term. They have not heard it like that before. They knew God as God, not the Father. So when they said God was my Father, they turn around, they pick up stones because they said, "Are you making yourself equal with God?" Because they knew sonship is connected to fatherhood. I said you will survive, you will rule, you will reign, you will dominate. Receive it. Haven't you seen children when they see their fathers and they love their fathers before the gate opens and they hear the hang, they are running out. That is the kind of father we have, the greatest father of all. Jesus said, My father, my father, my father, my father. If it is possible, take away this cup from me. We have a father. I'm telling you, we have no fear for tomorrow, no fear for today, no fear for any enemy. We have a father and we are in his hands. No man, I said, no man, no spell, no charm, no demon can block us out of his hands. We are, we are in his hands as the apple of his eyes. Ephesians 1 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who is going to bless us is that what he's saying who is going to bless us who is waiting to bless us who is looking at the future to bless us what is the scripture saying who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places this is the blessed father he blesses his children with everything we need every spiritual blessings I like the amplified he says every spiritual and material earthly blessing I said receive it I said receive it I said receive it if you need healing receive it because it is in you receive favor receive glory Receive provisions. Receive elevations. I said receive it. Colossians 1, 12 to 13. What does it say? Giving thanks unto what? Which what? He has made us what? Meet. He has qualified us. He has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who have delivered us are we waiting for deliverance? Read the Bible for yourself. Who at what? What has it delivered us from? From the ability of darkness. And he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption. Even the forgiveness of our sins. Oh glory. In whom we have redemption. Through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. 15. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. Ah, God the Messiah. For by him were all things created that are in the heavens and that are in the earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all these were created by him and for him. This is the kind of father you have. Who manifested in his son Jesus Christ. Jesus said that you can never know the father. Until I the son. I reveal him to him. And this is the revelation of the father. I'm speaking in tongues to tell you. That you have been redeemed from poverty. Redeemed from sickness. Redeemed from lack. Redeemed from curses. I said you. You are redeemed. Of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. The zeal of the Lord shall fulfill it. What I just quoted is Isaiah 9, 7. Look at what Jesus is saying. Pay attention. Matthew 7, 7. Pay attention. He says, Ask and it shall 
be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and what shall happen? And it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receive it. So if you ask and didn't receive, you left too early. Because when you ask, Jesus said, I don't care what you are saying. What you are saying is irrelevant. You left it too early. Or you went and asked at the wrong place. He said, ask. And he that asks, receive it. He that seeketh, find it. And he that looketh, it shall be opened. Then Jesus said, maybe you don't understand this. Or what man is there of you? Who is son shall ask bread? Will he give him a stone? If he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If he be evil, you know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your father which is in heaven give good gifts unto your children? Wouldn't he give it to them that ask? This is the fatherhood we have come to enjoy. This is why the spirit within us can cry out, Abba Father, Abba Father, Father, Father. Why? Because we know the kind of father he is. Our hearts are rest assured. Are you broken? Are you sick? Go on your knees. Say, Father, I come by the cross. I come by Calvary. This sickness cannot live in my body. I curse it to die. In the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that this school I will complete. I declare it completed. In the name of Jesus, I release resources. You have come to a father. Stop coming like you're a beggar. Today you fast small. The next day you had to the fast, you gather 10 people to pray more with you because the more the numbers, the faster the prayer. Who said that? Jesus said there is a prayer where a man will go to the father who sees in secret and the father who sees in secret will reward you openly. This is the kind of father we have. Are you struggling with something you can't tell anybody? Go to the father who is in secret. Hold your hands. Hold on to the altar. Say, Father, your son has come. And you said in your word, if you spared not your son, but gave up your son for us, how shall you know with this same son? Freely give us all things. I take this thing for free. No struggle. No restriction. I take it for free. I am teaching you how to pray. Pray with confidence. In the name of Jesus, God is the merciful Father to me. We are sons of God. We have a good Father. We have a great Father. We have a merciful Father. We have an everlasting Father. Glory to God. Eternal Father, we are your sons. Our heart cries, Abba Father. The spirit of adoption is crying in our hearts, Abba Father. Abba Father
I just see the angels of God all around. Tandra Sandra Zigos. Mentres in the Lelamu Friate. When the Lelelos are all about who Salalatia. Mende Grando Zanda Grande Medegrese. Wille Lilima Visa Bralita Nebazosia. By the Spirit of God, we are sons. The Holy Ghost is bearing witness with our hearts. We are sons. And if children, then hearts of God are declared today. We are adopted sons. We are born sons. We enter into our heritage. I declare, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. We are blessed. We are blessed. What is in our hands is blessed. Our bodies are blessed. Our souls are blessed. Eternal Father, thank you for today. With our hands lifted to you, you said we should call no man on earth, Father, except you. Just to honor the place you have as a father. As our hands are lifted, I join this congregation before the throne of grace, before heaven. And I declare now what was written in the book of Ephesians 1 3 over this congregation and everyone present here. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone standing in here, Lord, by your word, which cannot be broken, they are blessed. By your word, which cannot be broken, they are blessed. They are blessed with every blessing they need. From spiritual to emotional to physical. I declare that you are blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, same time, remain blessed.